We don't mess with Satan in these parts. Please don't see it. Please don't see it. Please don't see it. Please don't see it. Welcome to Movie Mug and the Father and Son podcast that you wake up thinking about. And Hope so. uh, for some of you, that's where that morning wood comes from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get morning wood anymore, Jack. I've, I feel like it's probably been like 20 years <laughs> since you got morning wood. No, not anymore. Can't say I miss it, though. I mean, yeah, it's not convenient. No, not at all. You know, and you, if you live with other people, sometimes it can delay you getting out of bed. <laughs> we used to wake you up all the time and... Never saw it, thank God. Thank God. But it was one of those things where when I opened the door, either to let the dog out or to wake you up, it was like, please don't see it, please don't see it, please don't see it, please don't see it. Reaching the ceiling. But you know what? Over all those years, if I calculated, the chances of me seeing it should have been much greater. So I'm guessing there just might not be much to see. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, funnily enough, now that I've swapped underwears, there's been multiple times where I wake up and my balls and my dick are hanging out of one of the legs of it. Gross. And I'm like, fuck, that's bad, you know, because I'm not always fully covered up, especially I'll get hot in my sleep and move my covers around and stuff. I'm always worried that someone's going to see something they won't forget. Yeah, I'm thankful it hadn't happened. And I hope that if you or mom ever saw something and I wasn't conscious, that I would not find out about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you told me, I wouldn't feel as horrible. But if mom saw but, your boner? Yeah. Well, no, not. Well, yeah. But I'm saying just like whenever it's just hanging out, it's not like I have a hard on and it's all hanging out. It's just like I wake up and I sit up and then I look down because <laughs> I, I feel my stuff touch my leg. I'll be sitting crisscross or whatever. And I'll be like, Oh, like, fuck, my dick and balls are hanging out right now. <laughs> There's the opening. <laughs> I feel like that's one you're going to put on a button and be like, Jack, what are you doing? Why I don't think you... I can get hard. Stop, yeah. man. That was that was <laughs> that, two weeks exactly. ago. That was two weeks ago. Have things changed since then? Are you okay? You can get hard now, Jack? Yes. Okay. Pretty sure. <laughs> don't know why I asked that. Don't uh, don't really care. Can you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't need the blue pill yet. Give it another six years. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I could use a little more blood rushing to there, you know, to help me out lately, but uh, I'm, I'm not there yet. And you're not able to <laughs> achieve full rigidity. I feel like I want to take one, you know, like you needed laxatives. I took laxatives with you in solidarity. <laughs> you need Viagra. I'll take one in solidarity. We're going to do the podcast with boners. No, <laughs> no, no, not at all. That'd not on terrible. the podcast. No. All right, well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is uh, episode number 192, Jack. Wow. 92 plus 100. Yep. Stupid ass. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's lobby time with Vince and Jack. All 
All right, everybody, welcome to the Movie Mug and Lobby. It's time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to movies, but I still think they're important enough to warrant some airtime. All right, first of all, Jack, a couple things from last uh, episode, which was uh, Star Wars, um, episode four, A New Hope. Remember when I said that I thought it was just called Star Wars back then instead of A New Hope? Yeah. Well, I was right. They added A New Hope uh, in 1981. So I guess once they kind of figured out, oh, dude, we're going to be making a lot of these, they uh, added that on. So yeah, it was just Star Wars. I was right about that. Interesting. Also, the Jabba the Hutt scene. Remember mm -hmm. I said that I didn't remember seeing Jabba the Hutt outside of the Millennium Falcon? It was added in what? later on down the road. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that was, uh, I, I knew I wasn't crazy. I didn't. I mean, I've seen Star Wars so many times as a kid seeing that as an adult, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't see Jabba the Hutt until Return of the Jedi. And see, for me, it's always been the exact opposite. I've always seen Jabba the Hutt there and I always thought it was New Hope. So, makes sense. All right, next, um, I don't really owe you an apology, but, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call myself out when, when I need to be called out. Okay. You talked about how the Suicide Boys broke into the top 100 in Spotify. Oh, and you didn't believe me. I didn't believe you. I saw uh, it on Reddit. So, when I, I, so it must be true. So when I looked it up, I guess a couple days later, they were um, 101. Okay. Yeah. So, which is crazy. They're bookend by Frank Ocean at 100 and John Mayer at 102. Well, Frank Ocean is pretty popular. Some of the bands that uh, checked in after the Suicide Boys that I kind of have a problem with, uh, <laughs> 118 is Nirvana. Wow. They're still so wildly popular, and I feel like they have to have more streams. Well, That's well, kind of what I was thinking. And maybe not. Maybe there's still a lot of people who listen to their CDs or stuff like that. They're infinitely more legendary than Suicide Boys and always will be. So now it's just a matter of streaming services, you know, which is not the only way to listen to music. That's true. And then the fact that Nirvana is also older, 90s, you know, a lot of CDs and shit like that. Still bothers me. Yeah. 120 is sense. Green Day. That 123 okay. is Bob Marley. 144, The Rolling Stones. 184. Bob 123? Yeah. He's that popular? Fuck yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, Did I say Rolling Stones, 144? Yeah. Led Zeppelin, 184. <laughs> and this one really bothers me. There's no way that this person should be way behind the Suicide Boys. Checking in at uh, number 197 is Megan the He Stallion. Okay. <sighs> All right, well, you want to hear what the top 10 was uh, as of the time where I looked it up? Sure. Okay, we got uh, Post Malone checking in at number 10. Okay. We got BTS checking in at number 9. Yikes. I have no idea what they sing. It's K-pop. Yeah. Um, Eminem at number eight. Number seven is Ariana Grande. Beautiful fucking voice. She probably has she's one of banging. the one of the best voices, uh, female wise, out there right now. And yeah, she's uh, she's pretty hot. Um, number six, Justin Bieber. Um, Still, yeah. Wow. All right. Any guesses for the top five? Ed Sheeran is. Yep. Not Ed Sheeran is two. number four. <laughs> um, Dua Lipa. Nope. Charlie XCX. The weekend sure. at number five. Surely not. Shut up. The baby. The baby's done. Number three is Taylor Swift. Oh, makes sense. I should have known. Number Harry Styles. Nope. Wow. Number two is um one of your one of your favorites, uh, Bad Bunny. And then uh, number one, you're gonna kick yourself for not getting this is Drake. Oh, yeah, duh. Um, there was a couple other ones that, that I noticed. I just kind of want to go over. Number 18 is, uh, XXX Tentacion. 
18 yeah, still. Yeah. Well, guess what year he died? 2018. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's still that relevant. Yeah. And a lot of people hated him. Hey, you want to move up the charts? Fucking sit in your car and get shot for your jewelry. And then uh, yeah, and make, gonna skyrocket. Make, make good music, too. I don't know about Which that. Which I don't like his... He, he changed a lot. Uh, I liked his old SoundCloud stuff. Right. Anger. At number 22, I have no idea how. Maroon 5. Still? How? They must be in like Toyota commercials or something. All right, number 41, um, still rocking it, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> number 43, The Beatles. Number, oh, how do you feel about that? Not good. Beatles are too behind, too behind Nicki Minaj, and Nicki Minaj is absolute trash. She is not trash, but the <laughs> Beatles should be way ahead. Don't, All right, moving on to either. another uh, great singer-songwriter. At number 72 is Pitbull. How is he top 100? <laughs> <laughs> he know. lost relevancy. No, he didn't. Like six or seven years ago. Every with Timber with Kesha. Yeah, no. Every um, New Year's Eve, he resurfaces and sings about the roof on fire. Climbs out of his hole. And, yep, and then uh, Naked somehow, you know, he's still hanging around uh, several months later. People are like, oh, yeah, Pitbull. And then they go and listen to all this shit. I guarantee he's not going to be in the top 1,000 about August. And then January will roll around again, and uh, he'll pop back up. Gaiocho. Number 77. Uh, so five behind Pitbull is Metallica. <laughs> and 78 is uh, Elton John. And 81 is Cardi B. How is Cardi B still up there? I know you love her music, too. It's some wet-ass pussy. All right, last week we talked about uh, Jim Jones and how Leonardo DiCaprio is going to play him oh, in like an upcoming it. movie and a little bit about Heaven's Gate. So you asked me how Jim Jones died, and uh, I really didn't know. Uh, gunshot wound to the head. Self-inflicted? Um, they think it might have been a homicide-suicide, like maybe whoever was with him shot him in the head and then shot themselves. He's like, I'm not going to shoot myself. Underling, shoot me and then maybe, shoot yourself. Maybe, but yeah, it was a, it was a gunshot wound to the head. I, my hope is that somebody just shot him like he was going to try to get away or, you know. But then they would know. Who? Like the cops. No, no. I'm talking about like one of his, like, uh, one of his minions or something. That like, turned like, on like him? Like one of his bishops or whatever they had. Like in, uh, turned on him? Yeah. was like, you know what? Look at all these dead people. Fuck you. Yeah. That would be cool. Blah, blah, blah. Right? Sure. <laughs> like your, your boy Jack goes off like. I hate that song. Uh, guess how many people died in the mass suicide? I I feel like I'm going to grossly overguess. I would say 900. 900 people. Wow. Yeah. Okay, maybe not. Including 304 children who were forced to take it or were just told, hey, this is some regular Kool-Aid. Flavor-Aid. Yeah. Drink, just terrible. Drink this Flavor-Aid. Uh, also, did you notice that he wore glasses all the time? Mm-hmm. So he said it's because his eyes burned with such great power that people couldn't look at him directly. <laughs> but what was really the case was he did so many drugs that his eyes were always bloodshot. Oh, damn. Is it confirmed what he would do? As far as drugs go? Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's see. Um, Cocaine, for sure. It says that uh, he would take amphetamines to wake up and barbiturates to go to sleep. Uh, it says trays of pills and liquids were scattered all over his house for easy access. Wow. Yeah. Uh, he started his uh, cult or religion at the age of 22. Wow. Uh, but he needed money, so he um, sold monkeys door to door to try to make some money. Where did he <laughs> I don't live? Know. 
I don't know. There has to be a California thing right there. Oh, absolutely. All right, let's see. His lust for sex knew no bounds or gender. Uh, he would sleep with men and women, forcing himself on some, often enticing others. During his marathon six-hour sermons, that's that's amphetamines right there. Yeah. Six-hour sermon. I'd have to get up. Holy fuck. He would discuss sex endlessly, claiming that he was incredible in bed. He <laughs> even urged female congregants to imagine it was him and not their husbands having sex with them. But that made the the men real happy. Yeah. Uh, Patty Cartmel, a devout follower, was ordered to organize a schedule to keep track of Jones's sexual liaisons. He referred to this as his fuck schedule. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he had a love for cruel and unusual punishment. He devised creative punishments to keep his followers in line. It often involved the offender being hit with paddles by members of the congregation. He sometimes organized boxing matches between followers. There's a there's another cult that did this. It was a school, and they made the children fight like that. And like a kid died. I can't remember what it was called. It started with an E, I think. But it was an actual school that parents would send their kids to and had no idea Damn. that uh, like emotional, verbal, and physical abuse were happening, and it was horrible. But yeah, one kid, they, they called it something very normal-sounding, but really... They would select a bully, which is basically a kid they didn't like, and then just have them have to box people over and over and over and over and over until they said, yeah, it's all right. And and a kid got killed. I think they one of their punishments was some kids had to live in a dumpster for a while, and they had other students keep watch over them. And if the dumpster students escaped then the other, the like monitors would have to get in as well. It was very interesting. How did they think they were going to get away with that? I don't know. And they even, the the leader of the school had even been on the news too and somehow dodged all the bullets. Yeah, because summer vacation comes, I'm thinking my kid's going to come home and tell me that he had to live in a dumpster for a couple days or box a bully. It it was like a boarding school, like, oh, your kid's acting up? We'll straighten them out. Yeah. How in the hell... Did the person in charge of that get so much buy-in from the people that were teachers I or whatever they were? I don't know. That's crazy. That's yeah. That's another cult and for I, sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, it was the. I think the video was called the cult within a school or something like that. It's by a channel called Nexpo, and they cover all sorts of super interesting things. I would definitely check that out. Anybody? It sounds really interesting. Uh, back to his punishments. Uh, children were made to eat their own vomit. Oh. Or large quantities of hot peppers. Sometimes. Damn. Huh? I said, damn. Right? Um, there was an instance where a government official was sodomized and electric shocks were employed. There was a woman who was <laughs> terrified of snakes who was draped with a boa constrictor. Ugh. People were put in a small box in the sun for uh, periods of time. One woman was made to strip naked and defecate into a trash can in front of the congregants. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> but I mean, at least you didn't get draped by a snake that you're terrified yeah. of or put in a hot box or whatever right. they call them. You just had to <laughs> if, if publicly I, embarrass yourself. If I spun the bingo wheel of punishment, I would hope that it would land on that one, Yeah, for sure. out of all of those punishments, you said, yeah, I'd love to shit in a bag in front of everyone, comparatively. 
All right. And finally, last week, you know, I used to give stories uh, all the time about work, um, how I accidentally farted out loud or bathroom <laughs> stuff at work. So yeah. got a couple stories from work. I was in a, a meeting the other day and, and picture it like those meetings you see on TV. Yeah. Big where, old table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I was at that. And um, I got called on to do something, but my computer had froze up. So I told them, hey, my computer froze up. Just uh, let me let me restart it, and then I can get this going and here all, a little bit. all flustered? It's like no. Not the same feeling as like the putting the change in your wallet at the cashier? What? There is a lot of memes where it's like the cashier gives you your change back, and you're trying to quickly put it in your wallet so you're not holding up the line, and you feel a... You shouldn't feel it, but you do. You're like, oh, crap, crap, click, click, click. I get that anxiety at drive throughs You know I have drive through yes. anxiety anyway, but they hand me the receipt and my my card, mm-hmm. and then right after that, the food's coming. Yeah. And like, I, I got to get this, and I, I really yeah. want to put my card up, and, yep. and I don't like that. I saw, I figured you were feeling it during this of like no, not really. everyone's... <laughs> the guys in the suits no. staring at you, you know? No, there were other things on, on the docket. But um, once once I, f- I finally got it back, uh, I said, all right, y'all, I finally got it up. And my Beavis and Butthead were just going crazy. Oh. And I just knew somebody else in there had to just be dying laughing in their head. Yeah. yeah. All right, y'all, I finally got it up. Right after I said it, I'm like, Don't nice. smile, don't smile, don't smile. I didn't make eye contact with anybody because <laughs> I guarantee there's people in there who, who got that immediately. And I'm surprised some of them didn't come up to me later and say, thanks for that. Um, but it was also kind of a long meeting and I, and I had to fart <laughs> and, uh, of course, you know, you can't let it rip. But then I started thinking, what if I did, what if I just let it rip? What would that look like in this room? I was just kind of going around the table. What would their reaction be? What would her reaction be? Everyone would just look at you. There would definitely be some head shakes because of the professional setting <laughs> and everyone's going to remember you're always going to be remembered yeah. even after you leave. Is that a horrible thing? No, it's just a it's just a fucking fart. And it would be funny. It would be funny. It would be some comic relief from your boring ass meeting and people would appreciate it in hindsight. Yeah. But I think <laughs> immediately so like that that head honcho person depending on how much of an asshole they are. Yeah. They might want you to like leave the room. They're not. Be like they're not an asshole. Hey, would you like to leave the room? You know, like, are you really bringing this attitude <laughs> to our professional setting? Other people are like, no, he's going to crop dust us. Let him sit there for a little while. <laughs> You'd be like, it's not going to smell. Yeah. And then everyone's dry even five seconds later because you never know. Yeah. You pretend like you know it's not going to smell. But, yeah, you know, I fell for that one time and never again. Because sometimes when they're loud or they come with a certain force, then they don't typically smell. Uh, I mean, you can't yeah, trust uh, that all the time. Yeah, you absolutely cannot. Yeah, but but I thought about that for a little bit. I thought about it's still ass gas, you know. <laughs> it's passing by yeah. your, through the pooper, probably gonna smell. But I also thought, what if I let it rip and then immediately looked over to the person at my right, just like it was <laughs> <Ew>. them. How <laughs> gross! Yeah. And then I just imagined what Howard. if what if it just it was silent and just smelled really really bad. Just they wouldn't necessarily know it was me, and just the fun <laughs> of just watching it waft to the person next to me and then across <laughs> then, the table. But then you can't smile or laugh, I know. and it's what, gonna be hard well, not could. to when you see them do their face. I could I could be like, damn man, did what? Who did that? You know? But then you're gonna just be smiling and laughing because it'd be kind of funny. And then it's everyone is gonna think it's you. Not really. 
the only person smiling and laughing, I feel like generally in a situation like that, is going to be the person who caused the pain. <laughs> you know, yeah. anyone who smelled it will not be smiling or laughing. Yeah. And people <laughs> across the room who don't quite know what's going on <laughs> might not smile or laugh either, but you're <laughs> You're going to smile and laugh. You're going to have to pretend it smells bad and cover your face so that they they can't see that you're laughing. Yeah. Well, you can't be the first one because they do say the one who smelt it dealt it. uh, There's a whole chain of those. mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not a big room. So I think if it had been a really bad one, (laughs) like everybody would have got it, but it would have been just really, really fun to kind of, okay, it's going, it's going West. And then just kind of look, look that way and just notice as, as the dominoes start to fall is like other people start to pick up on it, just watching their face and watching their reaction. I, d- I just thought of having like infrared goggles or <laughs> thermal or whatever, because yeah, you yeah. just said it's moving west, yep. uh, but you could see the, the cloud like uh-huh. slowly moving like an 80s horror movie effect or something. Like it's moving due east, 65 yeah. degrees. And then you see it go over and it's in Donna's face and you're just <laughs> laughing. Oh, man. Yeah. So that's what I do in meetings, right? When you need me to be paying attention. You're thinking uh, about farting on people? Yeah. Just not on people, but just just thinking about how that scenario would play out. You know, <laughs> just wondering, Yeah, is that person going to laugh? Is that person just going to be disgusted? What's going to go on? Can I blame it on somebody else? What if it does smell? What if it's a silent one that smells? Yeah, I have no idea what the the back half of the meeting was even about. In situations like that, my brain is never where it needs to be either. Yeah, then when when I was in uh, in Germany, uh, when I first got there, we had to go to this thing called a uh, survival school, and it wasn't the cool thing where you were just out with like a survival knife and had to live off the land. It was like, okay, you're in Germany, the Berlin Wall is still up. Um, they always said that the the Soviets were listening. So mm-hmm. if you made telephone calls or you had to be careful what you said outside of the walls. And so before we went out, like off base, we were supposed to get through this couple days survival school, them just kind of telling you the ins and outs of being in a foreign country and so close to Soviets. But we didn't listen. We went out uh, mm-hmm. the first night and went to this bar. And it was the first time we had a Hefeweizen beers, which are pretty heavy and pretty cloudy. And they give you the terrible farts the next day. Oh, I know this story. So me and my bud, we're, we're sitting front row and we're just firing them off left and right. And they're <laughs> silent. And just hearing the guys behind us just lose their shit. Just, <laughs> oh, God, what, what the fuck? They were really mad, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. They didn't miss. <laughs> They didn't know it was you. No, nah, they probably figured it out, but um, <laughs> because y'all were probably laughing, <laughs> we were laughing. Man. It was really hard not to. The first time I think we, we got through, it. We, got through it, but we couldn't, we couldn't continue. Oh man, I need to. He lives around here somewhere. I need to look him up sometime and just. I would love to get together with him and a couple other guys and just sit down and, and reminisce. There was another guy who lives here locally. I haven't talked to in a long time. And I farted in a taxi cab on the, on the way home one night, and he got out and dry. <laughs> there was another time. It was him. He had a really hard time with smells. He was he was eating a chocolate chip cookie, and I farted. He's like, this cookie tastes like shit now. <laughs> but but farts, man, they're just built in comic relief, you know. Yeah. All right, and um, oh, one more thing: the Ask Jack link I talked about it before it got fucked up. We hadn't really been getting many in, so I checked it again and it didn't come through. 
So I don't know what the fuck's been going on with it. So I changed it and I now made a Google form. So that's going to be much more reliable. I know the Google form works because we... We tested it. Well, and uh, somebody did send one in. So um, it wouldn't be right for me to talk about an ass jack and then not play an ass jack. So what okay. do you say we get into a little ass jack? Uh, 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 I would much rather Steven Seagal finish inside of my ass. I love him. That is the most <laughs> uncalled for egregious thing you've ever done. You said it, not me. I did not. You spliced that up. What are you talking about? You, say, you brag all the time. I could put something from 15 minutes later into something 15 minutes earlier and make it sound like it's in the same sentence. You you brag about that all the time, that you could make a, a president sound like they've committed some sort of war crime. And you know what? If you can do that, then you can make it sound like I, I like I love him. You can't seamlessly I do that. I they're love like him they're... about somebody else. That was not even <laughs> seamless. But I, I obviously I did talk about him. I'd rather him finish in my ass than something else happen. And you just cut it out. Not cool. <laughs> You're taking a lot of joy in that. Oh, man. I... All right, what is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> and who's it from? Uh, this is from Mr. Peanut. Of a uh, cashew guy? I, I don't know. I don't know. They did not leave it. A... I just called Mr. Peanut cashew guy. <laughs> <laughs> of cashew guy? Yeah. Fame? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, definitely. Planners. Yeah. So Mr. Peanut, uh, I'm assuming it's not the guy with the monocle and the top hat and the cane. Probably not. And the real skinny legs. All right. So Jack, if you only had a limited number of ejaculations in life, would you try to ration them or continue at your feverish pace and be empty within the month? Feverish pace? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it sounds like somebody yeah, knows you, Jack. I, I am not 14 anymore. <laughs> it's not a feverish pace. And I'll, I'm <laughs> happy to tell you the most I've done in one day was three. And that was in seventh grade. Yeah, okay. I'm not a fiend. <laughs> And you know, limited, I mean, I, it'd be kind of nice to get them out of the way before yeah. you're going to be... Uh, An accidental father? Uh, yeah. You know, that's just like a free vasectomy without having to get it. That's true. That's great. What if... Um, well, hang on. Feverish pace. Both of you do assume. It, it says ejaculations. It doesn't necessarily say anything about, like, jizz. So maybe, like... You couldn't ejaculate. Maybe you couldn't orgasm anymore. I, I don't know exactly what ej- I mean. I guess ejaculation means is the shooting of the shit. yeah. So what if would an orgasm be as good if you just had that feeling, but you didn't like shoot the stuff out? Oh, I guess yeah. Not being able to ejaculate means everything. Getting a vasectomy just means you're shooting blank goo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like me. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Last uh, night. My train of thought is broken. <laughs> no, it probably would feel fine. If it was just the stuff coming out of you, then wouldn't pee feel really good? <laughs> and pee feels Sometimes it does fine, feel good. But Sometimes not orgasmic. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that probably doesn't have anything to do with it. It's because you're you'll even if you don't shoot anything out, you're probably gonna hit that throb, throb, you know, and <laughs> you're gonna get that strong sensation yeah. in the, the head rush or whatever. And then the dopamine hit. Yeah, and yeah, it'd be fine. What if just air came out? 
<laughs> what if it just farted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of yeah, it's just an air blast and air cannon. Uh, you could put like your you just like propel yourself out of the vagina. You could put your thumb over it and just make it go <laughs> like a balloon. <laughs> oh, Mr. Peanut, I hope you yeah. send more. Nice because question. uh man, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, I liked it too. Um, you want me to look up one from Gary? Yeah, it's All been right, a while. Let's see. All right, Jack, what's the biggest animal you could take in a fight? <sighs> Taking a fight. Okay, so the way I'm going to, and this might evolve later, right now I'm saying no weapons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But obvious, obviously if I had a gun, it could go well, up very that's high. That's not a fight. But, but it's still, so okay, so if I'm fighting a bear with a knife, <laughs> that's still a fight. That's yeah. That's more what I was thinking of. Not guns, but I just had to cover that. Some brass okay. knuckles. So with no weapons, just as I am now, biggest. I don't know, because I mean, like, there's also scariest. You know, like wolverines aren't that big, but <laughs> but they're very scary. Or badgers shred oh, me up. Badgers are badass. Yeah. Wolverines, yeah. You we all remember that old meme of the honey badger don't give a shit yep. or whatever. <laughs> Wow, that's old. That's a great meme. <laughs> great video. The biggest animal. Ah, that's hard. Because like I feel like a Great Pyrenees is pretty big. You're not beating up a Great Pyrenees. Yeah, because if it gets my throat, then I'm done. But I feel like you could punch a dog in the face and it would just kind of I feel like it'd be really easy, you know, to like hurt a dog's face really bad. Yeah, I'm horrible to think about. I love dogs. Yeah. We'll tell that to the guy who's getting chased down by a fucking canine. <laughs> I mean, but those are do those dogs are fucking yeah. soldiers. So what are you talking about? Like a pug? That is not very big. I'm trying to think about something that would be of a decent size Let that I feel like I could beat. That is a tough question. <laughs> it is. Re like it really is. Because obviously I could beat a pug. But let's be real. You you would say, oh yeah, I could kick a fucking possum's ass, but if we just went outside no, and, and I, there was I a possum uh -uh. and it turned and started running at you, you're yeah, fucking would, running up a tree. I, I, I would move the other way yeah. quickly. So it, it has to be one of those things where, okay, this is this is we're facing a, off. This is a vacuum. Yes. This <laughs> yeah. is not taking into account any sort of fears of disease or anything like that. I, I could take on a bat for sure. I no fear of rabies in this environment. Um Raccoon. Could you beat up a raccoon? Dude, I, I feel like I could kill a raccoon in one stomp. But they... It's like a small cat. But they're fast and they have sharp teeth. Yeah, but if you stomp on it, it's going to die. Okay. You're going to break its back and okay. then what? Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Can we do animals I don't feel sad about? I could beat an armadillo. I, I feel kind of sad you about You know what that. I kind of want to fight? I kind of want to fight a goat. Because those, have you ever seen videos where... Or maybe it's one of those sheep where they just keep ramming people with their head it, over and over and over, and you're, yeah. you're you're just fucking standing there, and they ram you, and you try to run, they ram you again and knock you down. There's like a, I kind of want I want to kick one's ass because that's <laughs> fucked up. I want to fight a deer. I've seen deer I, fight. I, I, Have I you ever seen them before? Yeah, and that's why I was about to say I'm gonna give you my glasses because <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get crushed anyway. And I, I would get my fucking orbitals broken and my nose broken. But there was a, a the guy. The kangaroo. You seen the guy oh. punched a kangaroo? Yeah. The kangaroo was fucking with his dog yeah, or something? Yeah, that, that was an older video yeah. too now. But those deer, there was a video where a guy put like a bunch of like a uh, dough and heat smell on him or something to, mm. to attract the bucks. 
and the buck shows up thinking he's going to get some deer pussy it's and, and it's some him. fucking dude in camo. He got up on his hind legs mm-hmm. and just started beating his ass with his front legs, yeah. like his fist, that's going off th- on him. That's what I'm saying. My orbitals are going to be broken. Yeah. My, my nose. I've seen two deers doing it to each other and obviously not in person, <laughs> but it, it was loud. It looked horrible. I definitely couldn't beat a deer because I feel like I'm going to get a, a traumatic brain injury faster than I'm going to beat a deer up. Yeah. Definitely no sort of bear, no sort of ape. I mean, like the little monkeys maybe, but they could probably rip my eyes out or rip my ear off or something. Those fuckers get aggressive. There's that, well, I don't know what you country. You need a chokehold and then it's like a goose. You yeah. Know, it's as easy as a goose. But as they're a goose. fast, man. Yeah. I could definitely beat up a goose or a duck. Geese, man. Uh, yes, they're aggressive, but what? They're going to bite just, a little chunk out of my leg? I'm just going to grab its neck and... Well, <laughs> I'm not going to in real life. I'd have a very hard time doing this. But, you know, all you got to do is grab its neck and then, you know, wave it around like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're a cheerleader with your pom-poms yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then it's just dead. And then you have a nice goose dinner. It's it's hard. I feel like there's not very many medium animals my brain is like, what about okay? What about bullfrog? And then it's like, <laughs> yes, obviously. And then it goes to like, like fucking yeti. And I'm like, fuck, no, I can't. What's in the middle? Coyote. Well, okay, wait. Our coy- coyotes are way smaller than wolves, though. Yes, yeah. Okay, I'm, then I'm not, maybe I'm not beating up a wolf. May, yeah, yeah. Wolves are gonna just destroy any human, mm-hmm. except for Davy Crockett. That guy was crazy. Or so, so the legends say that he wrestled a bear, killed him. A Bullshit! Killed him a bar when he was only three. <laughs> Stupid! I feel like as soon as you start increasing animal size, the danger increases exponentially. You know, because you got wolf, you got bear, not possible. Chimpanzee, not possible. Gorilla, not possible. And then I'm like, oh, tiger, lion, anything. None of these are possible. I feel like this is very black or white. Now, if you go animal versus animal, like, so I feel like this one has been decided in my head and in my friend group, but it's been brought up many times. Gorilla versus grizzly bear, you know, seems like a decent one. I think grizzly bear, but you know, a gorilla could probably punch a hole into a grizzly bear's stomach, I feel like. And then then the grizzly bear is just going to get angry. You know, it's like intestines will be hanging out, but it's still like just angry. And then it'll die later. I feel like the 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 grizzly bear would win that, but that's still a, a match for the ages. That reminds me. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, through the power of editing, I found it right now. This is a lot of info, so I don't know if you'll be able to remember it all. I don't know how how well this will go over for a podcast. But you're in an arena, okay, with fifty hawks, ten crocodiles, three brown bears. This is fucked. Fifteen wolves, one hunter with a rifle. Seven buffalo, 10,000 rats, five gorillas, and four lions. You get to pick two to defend you against all the rest, and your goal is to survive an hour. Um, 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, three brown bears, 15 wolves, one hunter with a rifle. You're saying it all. You know, I would be able to retain it if you would put half a second in between each one. This, 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 or this. Yeah, I got 10 hawks. No, 50 hawks. <laughs> I got one hunter. Not going to trust that drunk bastard. 10 crocodiles. 10 crocodiles. Three brown bears. Brown bears. Uh-huh. Okay. 15 wolves. Uh, seven buffalo. 10,000 rats. 
four gorillas and four lions. Um, five gorillas are on my team. Yeah, for sure. But then, if you don't pick the fifteen wolves, then that means you have fifteen wolves chasing you, which means you are not living a whole hour. I think if I put five gorillas in front of me, they're going to do a lot of damage to the fifteen wolves. Yeah, but it's fifteen wolves, so eventually the gorillas are. It all depends. This is so. There's video games where you can kind of set up simulations I, like I've this. I've seen that, and then you can run them hundreds of times, and it's. I there's saw so the. Much, there's too much data here to collect, <laughs> yeah. and the, I don't know any of it to be able to choose this. Have you ever seen the 300 Spartans against one Chuck Norris? No, it's <laughs> ridiculous. Chuck Norris would die very quickly. No. Um, ten thousand rats. Immediately, it sounds like a bad pick, but I feel like there could be an argument for it. Ten thousand a lot. Ten thousand is a lot, and for I don't know what amount of rats it would take to kill a wolf, but maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's very tempting to pick the fifteen wolves, but then at the same time, the you got gorillas. You, the wolves aren't going to be killing a crocodile. I mean, they're going to have to rip it to shreds together, but there's 10 or you get alligators. Pick, you whatever. get to pick two from the list. I, I know. Two is yeah. not enough. No, it's not. Um, if you, Hunter absolutely has to be the worst pick. Mm-hmm. He's going down pretty quick. Yeah. I just I mean, send one of my gorillas it, after him. How much ammo does he have? Yeah. No, I'm not sending a gorilla because you shoot a gorilla in the head, it's dead. You got you got to send a bear at the hunter or multiple. Same thing? Yeah, but I, I feel like if you shoot a... Okay, so I feel like if I have a 45 in my hand, I shoot a gorilla in the head, I feel like 100% chance it is dead. If I, But I feel like if I shoot a bear in the head with that, there is a chance that that bear is just crazy and will just kill me. You know, it just... It bears bears have like a 10-minute a lifespan after life-threatening injury. You know, mm -hmm. you could chop their head off and they're still <laughs> going to find a way to maul you and kill you and then eat you and then die. You know, that bears got to be the most fearsome pick. I, I got to go with bears as one of them because a bear is going to kill a crocodile or alligator, whatever. It's going to kill a wolf. In my opinion, probably gorilla, definitely rats and definitely the hunter. The hunter is definitely 10 bush lights deep. It might not even be a good shot anyway. I feel like there's some sleepers in here, though. Let's just go down the list one by one. 50 Hawks. So, yeah, okay. When you were saying all this and you started with that, I'm thinking, I cannot fight one hawk. It's going to tear me up. Yeah. You know, their, their shit is sharp. So compared to having your gorilla and your bear group, the hawks, they're going to do a lot of damage. It's 50 hawks, but you it's, it's a big trade-off, you know? Because you got to survive for an hour, and 50 hawks aren't necessarily going to put up a big wall in front of you or have an intimidation factor on the other animals, you know? Because if, if maybe the rats, yeah. But so if the oh, yeah, but if you don't pick the 10,000 rats, 10,000 rats can kill a human very quickly, you know? They'll be on every inch of your body just biting, you're going to bleed to death. And they're going to be like coming out of your like eye sockets and shit when you're like dead bodies is right there. I, I can't answer this. This is no, you could make an entire 30 episode hour length podcast about this and still wouldn't come to a, a decent conclusion. No, it's, it's an impossible question. 
Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna post um, a screenshot of this. Um, you're in an arena with 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I want answers. Yeah, I want answers too. <laughs> Just to go back real quick. Well thought out answers. 10 crocodiles. I'm I'm not as concerned because we're not in the water. I think a gorilla can beat a crocodile's ass too. Uh, oh, absolutely. It can do the you ever seen King Kong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the T-Rex Josh. Yeah. Yeah. Then the, what's the crocodile croc gonna do after that? So we didn't talk about the seven buffalo. What's there to talk about? They're this big fat grass eaters. <laughs> but, but they can charge you. People do run with the bulls, and I'm much more scared of a bull than a buffalo. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and then uh, four lions. We didn't talk about four lions. They Because they, they're, wolves are great, bears are great, lions are great. But lions, I'm sorry, you're the middle child. You're the middle child here. There's 15 wolves, which wolves are not so much worse than lions that they should have that many more. Four lions compared to 15 wolves. That is a massive difference. I think a lion would beat a wolf, but maybe a one to two ratio, two wolves per lion to kill a lion. But 15 to four, that is a ridiculous ratio. Give me the wolves over the lions. Okay. Three brown bears. A bear would would kill a lion, I feel like. So three bears (laughs) to four lions, the values just seem incorrect. All right. So if, if it was nine lions, eight lions, ten lions, somewhere around there, I'd be much more tempted to pick the lions. I would like to see like a, a show about this where they really, <laughs> really break it down. That would be yeah. great. All right. So just for the sake of, of this segment and ending it, you go ahead and make your, your two choices. I mean, my my initial gut instinct is uh bears and gorillas. That that's mine too. You know, I mean I feel like I'm wrong because I feel like I could think about this for a long time and come up with all sorts of different combos Uh and hypotheticals of what animal might work with another animal better. Like, like maybe you could pick hawks and rats and the hawks pick up the rats and just drop them, you know, like a, like in 300, they black out the sun with arrows, but instead it's hawks dropping (laughs) <laughs> dropping a bunch of rats. I didn't think about them coordinating together I just, against us. I just now thought that would of be it. fucked up. Yeah. yeah, I think there's too many sleepers in there. There's, like it's like, a lot of. I'm not picking the hawks, stuff. but but I feel like that would be a, a bad decision. And hawks I'm not picking the rats, but I feel like that would be a bad decision too. Hawks could be bears. Hawks could be gorillas. Mm-hmm. You know, a fifty. I know. And also, all it's got to do is scratch out the eyes, and then your your army of bears and gorillas have become less useful. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm going with, uh, I think I'm going with bears and gorillas also. That's um, the, it's, the it's snap not, decision. We don't have the quantity, but I feel like we got some badass quality. Yeah. So I don't know. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. All right. And that was Ask Jack. Uh, uh, uh. I would much rather Steven Seagal finish inside of my ass. I love him. <laughs> All right. You got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie. It's been a while. Yeah, it feels like it. Okay, so this movie came out in 2022. It's rated R, runtime of one hour, 51 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 75%, and the audience gave it a 74%. IMDb gave it 6.4 out of 10 stars. Uh, the Mormon mothers tell us that there's some blood and some passionate lovemaking. <laughs> hopefully not together. So, yeah, hopefully not. Uh, this movie is called Sniper the White Raven. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh my gosh, are you trying to find the dumbest named movies? <laughs> is is that part of you picking movies? Is no. trying to find ridiculous named movies? No. Okay. When was the when was the last ridiculous movie <laughs> title I did? I mean, Avengement's right up there, but let's see. Okay, but um, that was awesome. I mean, Ninja a- Assassin is kind of ridiculous. Accident Man is pretty ridiculous. I forgot about that one. Let's but see. That was a good movie. Baskin was a pretty bad name. Well, obviously, that's a different language for demon. Maybe. I don't know. With with, with Braven <laughs> and uh, Avengement oh, you and will Accident never let Man. Braven go. No, I won't because that is... But you know what I see on the TV screen right now? We got Amazon Prime up. I see Meatballs, 20% finished before we turned it off. Okay. You know what? We watched all of Braven. I, I did pick Meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, it's 1980, that and I haven't and the, seen it in fucking 25 years. The American version has to be the two no, biggest look, fails, so fuck you. This is Dogpile Jack. Uh, Meatballs right is now. a dumb title. 1980. <laughs> Come on. That's all I gotta you say. You can't hide behind the curtain of, oh, it's old. Sure you I can. can. Not forever. For now, though. <laughs> what, what is, this is the, the white sniper Ravenclaw? Is that what we're watching? No, it's that would probably get them sued by... J.K. Rowling. Yeah. What what is it called? Sniper. The White Raven. <laughs> and there's passionate lovemaking in this? Yeah, that's what it said. Okay. I don't really know shit about this movie. I don't really know much. Guess that doesn't surprise you. No. The numbers weren't bad. Yeah, they, they really weren't. Okay. Well, let's do it. Let's take a movie monkey pause. And we are back after watching 2022's The White Claw Sniper. <laughs> yeah, not quite, but sure. Yeah, imagine if they would have uh, titled it that and then uh, gets over <laughs> here to the U.S. Still would have picked you it. probably would have. Sniper the White Raven yeah. for anyone who forgot. Sniper the White Raven. Why is he the White Raven? So uh, when they those like reporters went to his house before everything started... And there's that peace sign on the ground. Oh. To them, it wasn't the peace sign. It's uh, his super nature girlfriend or wife, whatever. It was like, it's the claw of the white raven. And the origin story of the earth was that the white raven sacrificed its feathers. When she started going on about that, I just tuned out. Yeah, that's that's why it's <laughs> the white raven. Like I didn't care. <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. It was, yeah. It's just padding to she the was, story. She was granola as fuck. Granola? Yeah. Never heard that term? <laughs> no. The granola girl? Like, has hair under her arms, doesn't shave her legs. <laughs> yeah, doesn't, probably. Doesn't wash her hair, doesn't mm-hmm. wear a bra. She, like... Hugs trees. Yeah, she's definitely uh, putting on a full ghillie suit and camo I face know. paint to I draw thought, birds. I thought she was going to be the sniper at the uh, beginning, because, yeah. I was like, this is weird. She did. She had yeah. a full-on ghillie suit. Because it starts off a, a person in sniper's clothing <laughs> drawing a bird, and I'm like, what is this? I know. Like, this is I not know. what I thought it was. There's so many times that you have expectations of a movie, and then it doesn't turn out the way you thought it was going to, so and, and you, I, I thought this one was definitely yeah. headed that direction. No, it, it was a real sniper movie. Mm-hmm. Took a little while, had some cooking to do, some cliches to to put in place. Definitely. But, some, yeah. Real sniper movie. Some cheese, for sure. Yeah. But we'll get to that here in a little bit. All right, let me give it the 50-cent tour. This movie is, um, I mean, it's it's a sniper movie. So you're going to see aspects from American Sniper. You're going to see aspects from uh, Enemy at the Gates. Mm -hmm. It's about a guy 
he's, uh, I think he and his wife have come to the Ukraine from somewhere else. I think Crimea is what he said. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're kind of outsiders, not necessarily really welcome in the town. I think the town they're in has a little bit of Russian and Ukraine in there. And yeah. there's always been a little bit of that in the Ukraine since they separated from uh, Russia. But we're not going to get into history here. Um, they lived uh, off the grid. They weren't in the city. They had basically a hobbit home, mm-hmm. um, just kind of built into like a little hill. And like they made their own electricity and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, they were really self-sufficient. But he rode his bike uh, every day to be a physics professor in, uh, in a, a nearby school. Well, some Russian troops come in and uh, they um, kill his wife. Pregnant wife. Yeah, and so now that's the only way to make it worse. Well, yeah, I know. For the movie. I, I was like, um, she's gonna die. And then when you I found out she was that pregnant, fast. I knew that. And then when I found out she was pregnant, I was like, okay, she's extra gonna die now. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, she dies, and then he decides, you know what? I'm gonna spend the rest of my life uh, killing Russians. Yeah, he gets picked up by some Ukrainian rebels, mm-hmm. and he decides to join a sniper school. Like he didn't know what the fuck he's doing, mm-hmm. but but he's his heart is in it. Yeah, he worked hard. He's angry. He wants his vengeance. Yeah. So then he goes to sniper school, and just like uh, Walter White is great at chemistry, so he can cook meth. Uh, you've got another professor of physics who is going to be a great sniper because he yeah. understands all the math and the physics and the windage and all the shit that goes with it, the drop of the of the round and all that stuff. And so he becomes a great sniper. And, uh, I mean, he's a natural, and he's just uh, fucking headshotting people left and right. Yeah. And like Enemy at the Gates, there's a, an opposition sniper, and uh, he's killing off a lot of the Ukrainian snipers. And so in the end, it's a, a battle to go uh, kill him, take him out. And he does. And then we see him uh, later on down the line uh, in the snow, fucking up some more people. Yep. The end. All right, let's see what the internet has to say. After his pregnant wife is killed by militants, an eccentric pacifist enlists to fight as a sniper in Donbass, Ukraine. I think it's Donbass, Ukraine. Probably. uh, Vowing vengeance for both his wife and his comrades. It's hard, though, when when you see ass at the end to not say- two S's? Yeah. Oh. Don, I mean, I think it's Don Bass. It's but Don Bass. <laughs> that's Rob Bass. All right, so you know the girl's going to die, right? Yeah. And that doesn't take anything away from me, though. What do you mean? Like being able to predict something that easy. I mean, that, that's just. It's just like, oh, that's just how it's going. Uh huh. And it almost has to go that way mm-hmm. in order to unleash this guy to where he's going to go do yeah. something. Just getting, if his wife just got beat up like she was at first. Then he's probably just going to stay there, take care of her, maybe yeah. go move somewhere else. But you get really pissed off at characters in movies sometimes, like really, really angry mm-hmm. with them. This girl pissed me the fuck off. She committed suicide by yeah. a soldier the, the, and was like, fuck my unborn baby. I know. The Russians pull up and they're already beating her. And uh dude comes in riding his bike to the rescue and then they knock him down immediately. And they're mm-hmm. continuing to whip her ass and beat him and then they go into the hobbit home and the guy comes out and he's like let's go and they burn and, it down and they're like what about these two and they're like just leave them they're to their jeep or whatever and this lady it's just like at that point you're down just lay there yeah and then when they drive away like you act like you're knocked out you don't do shit play until dead. they're fucking gone they're basically to their jeep she gets up picks up a rock 
starts running toward them. She dies like, with her hand behind her head. I know. But she didn't even get to throw it. She's like 30 feet away from him, and they just fill her full of lead, yeah. and she's dead. I was so angry. And, and I started thinking, you got pissed off at Obi-Wan Kenobi last episode for just giving up the, the ghost with Darth Vader, but yeah. this girl... Yeah, she she definitely just was like, hey, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I hate this life. What did she think was going to happen? I mean, that you... She's going to bust her windshield and then die after, I, Did you think that you were going to go over there and beat both of them up with a rock? <laughs> I mean, it was the worst death I've ever seen, I think. It was just, stop, you stupid, stupid woman. <laughs> it really pissed me off. And yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, but it... it <laughs> it really, it really upset me that that she did that. Uh, yeah, it was. There was no point in doing that. It's suicide. You're, you're it's ridiculous. You're knowingly and actively going to kill yourself. Yeah, right, right there in front of your husband. You just don't want to do it yourself. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you're like, you know what? My husband is a wimp. <laughs> Let's get him an origin story and start I guess. this thing. Yeah, <laughs> and it did, man. And that little wooden figurine she made <laughs> that was on a shelf. In the all-organic house. Mm -hmm. That was very flammable. That burnt to a crisp. Everything's yeah. gone, mm -hmm. except for this wooden, little wooden statue. I called that, too. Yes, you did. And I was like, there's no way, because that's well, ridiculous. It's Nothing wooden will survive a fire ever. Dude, she whittled it for him and said, this will take care of you. So it's obvious this so is going to be with him the whole time. Well, it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. That, that's like the most ridiculous thing I've seen in a non-comedy movie. Uh-huh. That seems like if if scary movie, if they came out with one called like action movie, that that would have been in it. That something like that would have happened. Yeah. And it's, this house is in a blazing inferno. Oh, it's big not, time. It's not just a fire. There, there was some accelerant in there of some type. <laughs> there was a massive fire. Nothing is surviving. And it that. wasn't even near where it was. Like, it used to be on a shelf somewhere or something, and then it was at the, the front of the house underneath a whole bunch of stuff. It was just blackened a little yeah. bit, a little dirty. No no char or anything. Nope, no damage. Yeah. Just a little dark. And I knew that was going to happen, too. Like, I, I called pretty much all the cliche, was, cheesy moments in this movie. I feel like there has to be something lost in translation between well, America and Ukraine, like, that has to be, like, an act of God, right? Right. Right? Yeah. Like, it was an angel statue and, like, a, a cross position. It's a miracle. Uh, yeah, it's it's a miracle. And But then, like, at the same time, he wasn't, like, the uh, Saving Private Ryan sniper, where he's, like, saying every Bible verse he knows mm -hmm. before he shoots. The only time at the very end when it was snowy, the last 45 seconds, he said something about the Lord and then that's what kind of made me think, okay, maybe that's a, just a, what it is. And the guy called them like croissants or whatever. <laughs> Cossacks. Yeah, yeah. He had to look it up. And it was had something to do with religious Ukraine yeah. people. Mm -hmm. Being some type of Christian over in Ukraine. Yeah. As, as far as... Maybe everyone just knows. Maybe it's it goes without saying that it's all like tied in. Well, and I wrote that down too. I was wrote uh, high cheese factor, but it's Ukrainian. And maybe like... Here, it's like, I've fucking seen that. It's it's like, I, I know what's coming. Come on, dude. Really? Yeah. You know, but they may not be that far along in Ukraine as far as motion pictures go to and, where they've yeah. seen that nine bajillion maybe. times. And maybe this does speak more to their, their lore or something. I don't maybe. know. But, but as far as quoting Bible verses, yeah, Saving Private Ryan was good, but uh, Jules in Pulp Fiction, he set the bar to where it's unobtainably high. 
Oh, I thought you said he said the bar. Set, no. And I was like, revert, or you sound like a youth pastor. All right, in this bar of the Bible. We're going to spit some Jesus bars rapped. of Jeremiah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but do you remember? That, you could do that. What? You could become a youth pastor and do that whole theme. Of, you, of, you could even walk in dressing how Soldier Boy did in 2007. And you're saying that I could do that? Well, you're going to a church. They're going to think it's endearing and funny. You wear sunglasses, a sideways snapback, and no. a big shirt, and a big Jesus piece. There's going to be a bunch of kids there whose parents made them go, and who are not going to be down with that. And be like, hey, kids, these are the bars of God. There's going to be two kids who are down with it, and the rest of them be like, good God, get <laughs> me the, out of here. You know what? Maybe the time has passed for that, but you could have totally done it. White people would love that. <laughs> <sighs> Today, we're rocking with my boy, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> And John and Ezekiel and Ringo. We don't mess with Satan in these parts. <laughs> and then you could probably like grow so large doing that, like on YouTube and everything, and then start your own, like completely shift into some. Who's the guy that blew COVID away? <sighs> you could probably shift into that whole kind of shtick and just become oh, so rich off of people's money. That guy, oh, he is the worst. <laughs> the Kenneth demons Copeland. in the airplane interrupting his it, chat oh, with God. Look up Kenneth Copeland um, blowing COVID-19 away. It trended he, he, so hard. There's he's no like, way COVID-19! <laughs> yeah. Do you ever see when that uh, female reporter caught up to him and he was getting into his car? Yes. And he's, he's like, she's like asking him about he's his plane. creepy. And he just looks at her like he's about to kill her. And, and he, then he realizes, oh, I'm on camera. And then he like kind of, he's like about to go off on her. And then he no, kind of holds he, back he, and he's like pointing at her. And how, he, he was very stern and creepy there. He tried to act nice for part of it. And he like played it off a little mm. bit. Like he, he didn't let the full wrath of God show on God, her. God, that guy's a piece of shit. You know, she's lucky. She was provoking the... <sighs> Sacred prophet. You know, people like that. And and just the the ugliness we see now of, of all these people preaching fucking bullshit from their pulpit of who to vote for. Well, church and state are not Oh separate. my gosh. But everybody's trying to make this just a, a you gotta believe the way we believe and and we hate that, so we're gonna we're gonna go after that and we hate that. And it's just it's gotten so ridiculous and so gross. And and I'm pretty much done because you didn't come here to listen to that. I but, have a little bit to say, but Oh, uh, okay. Go go ahead. I mean it's just it's I say go ahead and then I keep going. <laughs> let me let me just finish. Yeah, I will. Because I know we got a lot of Christians that that listen to us, right? Oh <laughs> <laughs> um Christians act like Christians. Quit acting like what you're fucking acting like. It's 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 repugnant, right? Is that a word? Repugnant. If it if it I isn't a word, it is. that's what they are. Repugnant. Repulsive. Yeah, that too. There's such a horrible stigma about it because you know, like people who are probably between thirty and younger, grown up, just seeing so much ugliness, all the homophobic stuff and transphobic stuff. It's so easy to see all that and yeah. just, oh, that's fucking stupid. Exactly. And, and then seems like everyone who is religious is just worse. They're making it look like that. I mean, there's a lot of really good Christians out there that are doing really good things that stay out of other people's business. But that's and, in every group ever. Yeah. Well, of course. But yeah, it these days... It's easy to sway it to the negative on everything. Oh my gosh, yeah. To, Social media will blow up. It's like the news. The news shows... Only bad shit, you know? 
It's uh, how social media operates as well. And, and it's crazy because uh, a lot of these Christians are pushing to ban all these books in school. Oh, this got pornography. Read the fucking Bible. <laughs> there, there's about a there's Sheba. The, well, she was showering nude. Yeah. Well, that's not even the worst story in there. That's not even a bad story. That there was a. Like I think it was. I could think. I think of. it was Lot who got drunk and passed out naked, and then his daughters came in and fucked him. <laughs> right. That's not in a middle school <laughs> library, Karen. Mm-hmm. It's not. And what about? Didn't he like destroy a city full of like gay people? That's another thing. In in that town, Sodom and Gomorrah, whatever, some angels went and hid out there, and the guys banged on the door because they wanted to butt fuck the angels. <laughs> and so what did the dad do? The dad said, no, but you can fuck my daughters. That's in the Bible. It, it Great. Just, it's so hypocritical for and these fucking people. underage and shit, too. Uh, yeah. There was, there was some of that in there as well. About so the slaughtering it, it of just, all the babies. Yeah. That's pretty rough. Yeah. That's definitely rough, unless you put blood on the door. Yeah. Yeah, so all these stories in the Bible are... Not safe for children. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Learning about other people's cultures is definitely safe for children. Yeah. And beneficial. I'm in psychology. I did a group project, and part of my thing was, like, I was reading these studies, and apparently that is very beneficial for the brain to learn about other, like all, all the diversity. Like the, it said that even like a classroom being diverse can help everyone learn better. And I'm like, holy shit, like that's crazy. And then you think about how understanding other perspectives increases your perspective and wisdom or whatever as a person. And here's my thing for Erica, my profound thing per episode. I don't um, she said per episode. Well, I, I embellished a little <laughs> yeah. bit right there. It, it's bullshit. People just want like white America. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate these people. Yeah. You they know, suck. they're just assholes. And they're white supremacists. Mm-hmm. And the world has no place for them. Nope. Nope. Hey, just know I'm a white man. I'm, uh, I'm, me too. I'm 53 years old, about to be 54. Those fucking pieces of shit do not represent me. And it won't be me either. I'm not no. old yet, but no. when I am old, I'm going to be skating balls and stuff. Is that what, is that what you would have said whenever uh, you were younger? I'm not old yet, but when I am, I'm going to be skating balls. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking balls probably is what I would have yeah, said. And yeah, I could never skate a bowl. I was never that good of a skater. I, I had a good time yeah. skating, but no. Nah, I, I was a I was a pretty big skater for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a three weeks until there. Until you, you broke your ass. <laughs> yeah, until I <laughs> fell on my ass so hard I just cried and left my board <laughs> yeah, in the you street. Did. Walked straight in the house. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. I, I, do I don't too. think I ever stepped on a board ever since. I was a scared dad. Like I was one of those dads. I don't know why, but if if like one of my kids was like running down a hill, but they weren't really good at running yet. <laughs> I would just be like, oh, don't, I just knew y'all were going to fall. And whenever y'all get to the top of the hill on your scooters, I just, I just imagined face planning and, uh, broken. Me, yeah. It made me really, really nervous. So when y'all kind of took up skateboarding, I loved it because I love skating, but at the same time, you don't You're have the greatest mom's balance. Gonna kill you, mom or <laughs> my sister had worse balance, arguably. But you know she, she can skate jump. now. She couldn't jump till she was like fourteen. I know. But she can skate now. Which that that sounds like a lie. But we so we <laughs> it's had an this, embellishment. We had tiles in the kitchen, uh-huh. and it was they were just <laughs> squares. It was like old, probably eight inches across each, something like that. Yeah, and 
she's three years older than me. I'm 22 now. So I don't know. However many years ago this was, we're like in the kitchen measuring how far we can jump. I'm hitting like four or five squares and she's hitting like 0.75 and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like, how, like where, where did this power to not jump? Where, how did that not develop? She couldn't jump. She couldn't hop. And then, and then she <laughs> tried out for like hurdles in like eighth grade or something. Oh, and she busted hard. I it's remember. Like, why would you try out for hurdles? You're the worst jumper I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, but now she can fucking skate. Yeah, she, she can, can. rollerblade, uh-huh. ride a bike. I haven't yeah. attempted to ride a bike in like a decade. I know. I got an extra one anytime you want to go ride with me. I feel like the only time I would get a bike is if I lived in like Manhattan. You know, and you can just ride your bike to your job so you avoid traffic and because you're you're probably not so filthy rich that you can afford a house in Manhattan with a garage. Something like that. You couldn't even afford a room to put your bike in in Manhattan. (laughs) Like a a janitor's closet is like (laughs) $9,600 a a month out there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You have to stand up to sleep. You got to live in New York. Yeah, there's that. There's that. Uh, so back to the movie, he does get picked up by some U- Ukrainian soldiers and they take him to this other place and uh, where all these other soldiers are. And he basically goes through a basic training where he learns how to crawl under barbed wire and shit like that. And, Jump you know, over walls. Every time I used to see that... Police academy shit. I used to think it was really cool looking to be able to crawl underneath barbed wire and uh, go over those walls and stuff. The army in basic training does not make that fun. Like, no, like they don't. No. We had to do one one night where there's tracer rounds going above your head and crawl underneath that. I mean, the, the tracer rounds, I mean, they're probably but still, it makes 30 it feet in the air. But you probably hear the... Tick, tick in and, the well, you could see the tracers because you were supposed to go on your back underneath the barbed wire. Oh. And, and that, was, that was about the coolest time I ever had doing that. Other than that, they were just on you. You had your fucking helmet on. There was sand all over the place. It, it wasn't fun. And I do really... you have to do a mud one? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. But I, I really not sure I understand the point of that. Like, how many situations in war are you going to have to shimmy underneath barbed wire? Like, they've done a shitty job of setting up barbed wire if you can just shimmy underneath it. Well, I think it's probably more for the, fuck you, you're new here, this shit sucks dick, mm-hmm. so you're going to have to do it a bunch. And you're going to be sore you might fucking scratch yourself on it. I hope you scratch the back of your head on this barbed wire. You know, you got a fucking helmet on. That wasn't happening. Well, not not in the movies. Oh, I feel like in the in basic training when they're doing all this shit, they don't have helmets. No, we. I feel keep like on, they just have their camis on and they no, just go we through. We had to wear that fucking helmet all the time. We had to keep our fucking <laughs> chin strap buttoned all the time. <laughs> if you undid it, they were like John Wayne. You better buckle that up because I guess in all the John Wayne movies, his is always yeah. just kind of hanging by the side. Yeah. And it looks cooler. It's it does look s- cooler. The skaters that wore helmets would do it like that, too. I look like an idiot because I have a pinhead, and so that <laughs> fucking Kevlar helmet looks so ridiculous on me. He's banging around a bunch. Yeah. And you and Mom have opposite heads. I know. I know. Mom has a big, bulbous watermelon head. Yeah, whenever we go somewhere <laughs> where there, there's hats, I always, try to get a, I always try to get her to try on hats. Hey, and then you'll try on a snapback, and there's yeah. still like four inches on either side. Yeah, but I'm going to wear a snapback when I'm a youth pastor, though. Mm. I'm, I'm spitting bars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he, um, he starts picking up, being a good soldier, learning how to, to use the weapons, and then, uh, but he's still 
kind Everyone of... Everyone makes fun of yeah, him. Yeah, so when he volunteers for sniper school, they're kind of like joke about him, and then he gets in, and they don't even give him a, a, a good sniper rifle like they all the other people SKS, have. SKS, and the yeah. other people got SVD. So he has to prove himself with that, which he does, and then he graduates uh, first class, and then he's... He's the fucking shit, man. He's the captain's right-hand man. Uh-huh. The captain is basically spotting for him, mm-hmm. and he's just sniping. Yep. And he is he's great at it. And, and it gets to the point. So here's this guy. He's a physics teacher one day. And then I don't know how much time has gone by. It feels like maybe six weeks or something like that, or maybe two months. By the time the movie started till the end, it had to have been a few months. Yeah. Because all that grass that had overgrown, because he visited... Like his wife's grave, which is right at their house, and there's a bathtub they had outside that now has pretty tall grass in it, and her grave was like overgrown a bit. I was thinking it had to have been like a few months. But physics teacher to basically he's in a bathtub and he gets a phone call. It's like mm-hmm. calling in the raven. Yep, we you know, need you. like he's got his own place now with hot water. Yeah, and, and a phone. And he's got a fucking awesome like case with an awesome sniper rifle, mm-hmm. and he gets the call, and they're like, "We're ready for the Raven," you know. And he just puts all his shit just together, packs up, and hops in his own personal car, and and drives in. Yeah. So pretty cool transition. Yeah, he was badass. You want to get into favorite parts? Sure. When people are getting shot. Yeah. You know, I mean, snipers are just cool. They're fun in video games. Shot one in real life. Fun. It's cool. It's very hard. <laughs> like it's this is one of those things where when you're watching a sniper movie, you gotta have some sort of respect for it because it's fucking hard. Imagine being able to crawl somewhere and then shoot someone while it's fucking windy from however many fucking meters out. It's ridiculous. And so it's just cool to see in a movie. Obviously it's fake. But it's still, I can like keep those things in mind in my head. Like, he shot that guy while it was windy from how far? Damn. Because that shit really happens. Yeah, this guy's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that story about the guy who, and I think it was during the Vietnam War, Carlos Hathcock crawled forever and like on a suicide mission, shot the like the general or whatever position it was. And then like they were all like running past him and stuff. And he's just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, and he had a, a Vietnam uh, sniper after him. And uh, I think it, he, he used to carry like a white feather around. Uh, I, I can't remember, but Carlos Hathcock shot him through his scope, like right in the eye. And that was in uh, Saving Private Ryan. That was probably a bit of a reference. I'm, I'm pretty sure he shot a guy through his scope. It, it's in that definitely movie been, too. yeah, it's definitely been in a movie. But yeah, Carlos Hathcock did it in real life. He's the most That's awesome. decorated sniper of all time. Um, Besides, like, Chris Kyle? Most confirmed kills, even over Chris Kyle. Oh, I thought Chris Kyle had the most. No, I don't think so. Let me let me check and see real quick. There's a sniper called the White Death, who is, I think he was Finnish. His name's like Simo Haiha or some shit. It's, it looks weird to pronounce, but he, he killed a lot of people, and I think he only used iron sight up in the snowy mountains. Yeah, Simo Haiha. Yeah. Uh, I think killed, he got shot in the face, too. He has a... Uh, yeah, there's a picture of him here. His face is fucked up. Uh, 505 confirmed kills during uh, the Winter War between 1939 and 1940. And I'm pretty sure he just used iron sights. I don't know that he had a scope, which would make that so much more impressive. Oh, Chris Kyle does have uh, the most confirmed kills, uh, 160. How many did Carlos what? have? What? 160. No, for is that that's for the US only? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say, you just said 505 for the other guy, the White Death. 
Carlos Hathcock had a 93 confirmed kills. Okay. So he's 70 behind, 67. I feel like, too, though, Afghanistan and Iraq, you had better opportunities to get sniper kills because you could perch on top of buildings and stuff. They didn't have that shit in in Vietnam. You had to crawl up somewhere, maybe get in a tree. Yeah, crawl up in a fucking butthole all all (laughs) fucking wet and green hell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I I feel... The jungle's a little more obstructive than a building Definitely, definitely. Not to take anything away from Chris Kyle because, fuck, 160 confirmed sniper kills is, is fantastic. Good movie, too. Just uh, they shouldn't have the fake baby in. Because <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. Watch American Sniper. Next time he holds up his daughter, he's like wearing a little pink onesie or something. Yeah, it's it's a, obviously a fake baby. I don't know why they fucking did that. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe Bradley Cooper's on some kind of list. <laughs> <laughs> he's not touching my daughter. I don't think anybody said no. that or thought of that even. I wonder if mom would still fuck him if he was on Gosh. that list. <laughs> Mom's not going to fuck Bradley Cooper yeah, as long not, as I'm not, alive. I was about to say, not while you're around. <laughs> I, I'd be kind of mad. If mom fucked Bradley Cooper when I died? Yeah. You know what? I'd I mean, be like, I'd be looking down saying, you know what? Good job. <laughs> I mean, living the dream. Yeah. Believe it or not, that is not my favorite part of the movie. What? Oh, Bradley <laughs> Cooper. Yeah. Oh, oh, I better know what it was. It was uh, his songs that, that he sung. No. They recorded them in a studio and then just like played it over the scene. And that, that just, that doesn't line up. You know, he's a soldier. He just killed somebody. And now he's back at his place playing on his guitar in front of everyone. Singing a terrible song. And it should not sound perfect. Give me Ed Sheeran over over him any day. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I, I you think, too. I think I have to because it's more mellow. Uh-huh. And as much as I hate Ed Sheeran, his singing is definitely better. Because uh, the guy in the movie hit some weird notes. I didn't. What my, my brain? I didn't know. Agree I know with it that. hurt. What if Ed Sheeran was in this movie and he was a sniper, and then he just came back after killing people and sat down in front of all of his comrades and just. Nah, nah, I'm in love I wish he would have just done a private pile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what was your favorite part? I mean, I know you said all, all the killing, sh- all the shooting. People get shot. I mean, probably the final section when they had the the line of like eight snipers covering him while he went in close. And so that that's another thing I thought was cool. So there's the big bad Russian sniper. And obviously you kind of think that it's going to be a sniper battle. It was not at all. He got in close and he killed the guy with a knife to the neck. And it showed it pretty good. You could see straight into that hole mm-hmm. that that knife left. He's shooting people with a silenced pistol. Um, obviously, another favorite part of mine, he got revenge on the two guys that initially beat him up and killed his wife. He, yep. ki- he shot one of them in the neck with yep. a sniper. Blood spurting out, and he's like with freak- his heart beating. He's freaking out, you know? Like, it's a quick death is n- never enough for a revenge. So the fact that he was just a young kid, like 20-something, easily early 20s, that guy, and he gets to panic and realize... In the next 30 to 40 seconds, I'm just dead and mm-hmm. I can't do anything about it. That's existential dread. That is great revenge. And then the other one was sitting on a couch with another guy. The other guy gets shot by Raven and he just pulls his mask down. And the guy's like, oh, pacifist. Mm-hmm. And he starts trying to do his monologue and he gets shot twice in the head area. And he got to kill his former student. 
Yeah, the four. Yeah, who was a bastard. Yeah, piece of shit. Spitball, bad attitude. Uh-huh. Yep. Drew a big dick on the chalkboard. Mm-hmm. It and the passionate love making at the beginning. Let's let's talk about that for just a second because he was biting her titties off. Well, that and then he went down on her. Man, she was dirty. Like she was filthy, and and he and he went down there. Well, but think about it. They, and, and they didn't. Ha- I didn't see a shower in their Hobbit hut, so he was dirty too. Well, they had They're a bathtub, that kind of life. But but yeah, but yeah, d- uh, it's outside. After <laughs> that's after, a dirty bathtub. After he ate her pussy, uh, he went straight to work. And right when he walks in, the lady's like, "Yeah, Yo, you got a little something like in your beard or something." Yeah, it was like you were you were thinking it was like I thought it was her face paint because no. she was all gillied out, drawing. No, it's, it's it's one of those pussy chips we talked about where it, I don't, it, it yeah, like it's wet the? and then it kind of gets crusty oh. and dries. Yeah, that's that's what yeah, he had you on said him. But pussy chip. I'm like, but, what the hell is that? And another thing, you know, she woke him up to have sex. Like, brush your teeth first, <laughs> right? Like, I like I, I yeah, get it. They were making out crazy. Too. I, I I get the spont spontaneity of it, but man, bad breath kissing. You know that that morning breath when your mouth's kind of like, you know, yeah, and and like get, let me get a drink of water or I'll something get first. Gunk on my lips and yeah, stuff. That's. Mouth breathing all night. <laughs> no, that's just gross, man. That's just gross. <laughs> I'd be like, hold that thought. I'll be right back. And then go brush my teeth with charcoal Super or fast. whatever it is they use out in that fucking hobbit hut. And <laughs> then hop back in there and be like, all right, I'm down. I'm down. But yeah, that's 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 not realistic. Now, you know, morning head, that'd be that'd be fine, but we're <laughs> let's let's not do any kissing quite yet. All right. We can we can do this whole thing without kissing. <laughs> fine with me. <laughs> Oh man. Um so what if she like ate your butt and then was going for a kiss? No. What if she sucked your dick and went for a kiss? I'm all right with that. <laughs> okay. But eating yeah. my butt? No. Okay. Cuz we've talked about that before me and my friends. Yeah, dick sucking kiss is okay. I and mean, as long as I've showered <laughs> recently, I don't want to really taste my own dick cheese. I, you know, I'm going to push her away if she tries to eat my asshole. I'm I'm <laughs> not interested in that at all. I'd be like, "No. No, no, stop no, that. No. No. Bring your head this way. <laughs> yeah, the other, the other side. Yeah, wrong side. Wrong side. <laughs> right, what was your favorite part? Um, there were a lot of things I really, really liked about this movie. Something you really don't see in sniper movies is the uh, all at the same time shooting, right? The coordinated uh, sniper shots. Oh, yeah. That doesn't happen very often. It happened several times in this. Like, everybody got their target ready. Like, it happened in Captain Phillips. I watched that the other night. They, Captain Phillips. Tom Hanks? Mm-hmm. I don't remember that movie much. Really? I remember he's on a boat, and the other the Somali pirates are the that guy's the captain now. Yeah, the, the, all the that, Somali that's, pirates that's are on that little lifeboat too, and the Navy SEALs come out and they do a coordinated uh, green oh. light, green light, green light. We all got you know, and yep. boom, they they Ooh. shoot them all at once. But everyone gets headshot at yeah. the same instant, and blood so just cool. goes all over uh, Tom Hanks. But I don't see that very often, and that's just really fucking cool. Where everybody is just one shot, like simultaneously, like you can only hear one, mm-hmm. and then it's like you just see these heads, <laughs> yeah, blood all over the place. So that's really really cool. Um, I don't think this is my favorite part, but I really really liked it when he he's crawled out somewhere and uh, he's he's looking for snipers, and there's there's a sniper inside a building. He's kind of far back, because you can't see snipers when they're far yeah. back in a building. And he's alone now, too, uh-huh. so he he's hit that elite status. And there's another guy that's in a trash heap, and he's perfectly camouflaged. Mm-hmm. Like, he blends in so well. But then he decides, you know what? We've waited long enough. I'm going to roll on out. So he shoots that guy, and then 
the other sniper sees him and shoots at him. And it looks like he missed because dude doesn't even flinch. Yeah. And then he shoots that sniper and that sniper goes backwards and, and flips over. And then you realize he got shot. He like got he shot got in shot the in the arm. Barely moved. Didn't even flinch. That was fucking badass. It was badass. But really, at the end, like you said, you have all these snipers. They're getting a position. You have him. It took him three hours to crawl up to this like chlorine plant. Yeah. Where, where, From like half a mile away. Yeah, where there was probably eight troops, like three snipers and just some other people around. And then, like you said, it's really surprising He's not going to snipe. He leaves his sniper rifle. He goes around the corner, takes out two. Like, he's just a badass of all badasses yeah. now. You know, he, he he was once a school teacher, then became a good sniper, which you're like, okay, that, that makes sense that, you know, you understand the physics and stuff. But now you're an expert with a pistol and a knife. He just turned into a fucking ranger out there. Like, he, he shoots a couple people, then he goes upstairs, and the main bad guy sniper uh, goes up on the roof and calls for backup because he realizes that there's only two people left. So he sees where the sniper like sits, like his guns there, his fifty caliber sniper rifle, yeah, which is badass. Bad. And he had uh, two empty shell casings for the two people that he'd killed earlier that they reported about. So when that sniper returns to his place, his little angel thing is there. Like he he yeah. left that little angel thing. He to, carried it around everywhere uh-huh, to just kind of let him know I'm in the building. And then he jumps down with a knife and just stabs him right in the neck. And just he moved it around uh-huh. a little bit and it's bleeding everywhere. But just knowing that the sniper saw that there and knew his last thoughts were, uh-huh. oh, I checkmate. Mm-hmm. He and so I thought about this. We we talked about hitman and assassin. He's an assassin, especially. Be- oh yeah, especially because you you would never say, oh, he's a sniper hitman. No. No, he's a sniper assassin. Yeah. This was cool. We need to chill in the Hitman movies, too. because episodes sound the same or something. Yeah, because I was listening to one of the other earlier... I think I was listening to the Hitman one, and then, you know, we watched Accident Man, and we had the same conversation where I said, you know, I, th- these Hitman can't be in real life, right? <laughs> we had the same exact conversation. <laughs> yes, they can. Yeah, so we need to chill on the Hitman for a while. So what, what do you think? No, stop. I'm, I'm kidding. You know, it's just hard. <laughs> I, I like them too much. I know you do. I know you do. It's too cool. I'm also running out of graphics to to put on the <laughs> little things I make. All right, so I think um, I think the whole last killing sequence was was my best. The the coordinated sniper attack on the troops, and then him sneaking up and uh, going just in with a with a pistol and a knife mm-hmm. and just taking out five different people was uh, was good stuff. Uh, what was your favorite part? That final part was the okay. best part of the All movie. Right. Um, Bucket of Chicken goes without saying, right? Yeah, main character. Yeah, main character was fucking badass, for sure. All right, score time. This is hard because it changed. It did. So the first hour? Is, I don't know if it's that long. Hour maybe 51-minute movie. Yeah, maybe. Maybe the first half. 50 minutes. Okay. First somewhere half the movie, something like that, was not what I was expecting I read that it was a war movie and that, you know, obviously badass, wife dies, he snaps, super soldier is what I expected. I expected a typical revenge story of, you know, little story, lot of blood. And then when it starts out and it's just regular life and it has this weird twist to it, like their relationship is weird. They're in the bath at night outside howling. Screaming at each other and howling. Yeah. Yeah. I'm weird. like, this is very strange. You it know, was. she's gillied up drawing birds. Mm-hmm. 
and then there was a long training arc in it where I just I just wasn't sure. But then he just turned into a badass out of fucking nowhere and started going crazy. I, I can't give it a 100. It doesn't feel like one. I'm going to give this 97. Wow. I mean, I what wasn't there to enjoy? I mean, it was cliche, which is easy for me to look past. And it felt like a long time at first. Like it was like longer than it was, but then it didn't. And then he was really badass. There's no movies where there's like a whole fucking school of snipers that are sink shotting a whole crowd of people. You know, they're like, all right, I got target A all the way through target fucking G and they just shoot them at the same time. Mm -hmm. There's that has to be one of the most badass things ever possibly. And I got to see that like six times. And then there's also nothing more satisfying than you see a sniper target get shot in the head and their head just whiplashes to the side and blood comes out. And it's just, it's sneaky. It's hard. So you have respect for it. It's badass. It's hard to beat sniping. It's just cool. It really is. Everything about it. All the setup. You'll have a designated spotter guy. You wear all your cool costumes and you you put all that stuff on your your gun. A gun always looks better with some grass on it, some, you know? Some burlap sacks. Some wraps. Yep. And they're crawling. Just, yeah, like you said, three hours for however far that was. What they were doing was called the low crawl. So there's the high crawl and the low crawl. The high crawl, you can get on your elbows yeah. and push yourself forward. That one, they're just the low crawling crawl, along. You have to have your hand, like your head has to be on the ground and you basically are, are moving your knee and your hand kind of at the same time, inching your way forward. And his gun's dragging behind him like it's attached to him. We we had to do that That's shit. Crazy. Um, to uh, in order to get what's uh, called a, an EIB, an expert infantryman's badge, which 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 I got, which mm-hmm. I, is one of my proudest moments in uh, in life, uh, was earning that thing. There was a part of a course where you wore what's called Miles gear, and it's basically laser tag, and mm-hmm. uh, you had like um, every time you would shoot a blank, it would shoot a. Uh, there, you had this thing on your weapon that would shoot a, a beam of light like a laser, oh. and you had a bunch of sensors like on your chest and on your helmet. And so there's, you had to get from like, you had to start at one end and make your way all up to a certain point and then shoot the person who was shooting you or trying to scout you. Uh, and there were some areas where you could do what's called the three to five second rush. And you're doing it at night? No. No? During the day. Yeah. But it, but it was set up where there was always somewhere, if you did it right, that you couldn't be seen. Mm-hmm. So, but you had to do the three to five second rush, which is basically I'm up, he sees me, I'm down. And yeah. then you had to do the high crawl and you also had to do the low, the low crawl. So that was fucking awesome to get Sounds to a point cool. and you can hear him shooting and then you can get kind of get to a spot and, and shoot him. So I've done, I've, the low crawl sucks. So mad props to, yeah. to these guys who, and they'll do it and then they'll stop for a little while, you know? And so going a hundred yards may take them an hour, hour and a half, something mm-hmm. like that. It, it's just crazy the discipline that it takes to, to be that badass. And you got to keep into account, you're, you're probably pissing yourself and, yeah. you know, maybe you can get your, your pants down to kind of shit out to the side or maybe not. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't know, man. Well, I, I, that's going to blow your cover. Yeah. That is, a, that's American I shit mean, right there. I, I don't know. I, Watch I don't, out for moving bushes. I mean, that's something that, that Erica over the film stripping podcast, she, she thinks about bathrooms and, <laughs> in every single movie yeah. that she watches. When did they go to the bathroom? 
Uh, yeah, think about that. When does the sniper, if that MRE is hitting hard, you know, <laughs> where's where's that shit going to go when he's uh, on his way somewhere? And, and also think about think about the anxiety. Oh yeah, oh, I gotta get there and fucking do this mission. I mm-hmm. gotta kill this guy, and I might die. This might be. I might be spending my last day crawling slowly to my death. Because yeah, he, he's looking for me. And, and, and he too. and other people are actively scanning fields just like I do every day. And if I move too fast mm-hmm. or I'm too high or my camo isn't perfect color, I might just die here mm-hmm. from a stupid little mistake. Or even Hawk. if this person's been scanning the same field for three hours and then all of a sudden they're like, that wasn't there a little while ago. Yeah, You know, it's... What he was crawling into at the last part, there weren't like bushes and stuff, which is just fucking he crazy. He was just staying all the way low. Yeah, nuts, man. Um, I'm going to give it a 92. Oh. I I agree 100% with you that this movie started out pretty slow and pretty like, I don't know how good this is going to be. I was know? worried. You knew what was going to happen, but it was strange. It wasn't very good. It felt like an artsy indie film. Like, oh, this won an award at the summer whatever festival <laughs> that all those indie movies get awards at. That's, yeah. that's what it felt like. But once it got started and once he became the sniper and once he went out with the team and they got their first kills, it just, it felt real. It, uh, I, it did I, feel I, real. I, I feel like the, the battle scenes that I've seen on TikTok and on the news going on in the Ukraine right now, that's what it looks like, right? There might just be seven Russian soldiers hanging out of this bridge, mm-hmm. you know, and a couple of them have their weapons and a couple of them are just smoking and fucking around. And, and you get this small squad of Ukrainian soldiers that take them out. And then later on, the Russians take them out. And that's what I feel like it really looks like right now. And I feel like that shit is happening right now. And this did come out in 2022, which is right when the war, you know, was really getting going. I, I feel like this is kind of a, a look into what's going on there right now. And when the movie turned the corner, it fucking turned the corner. Yeah. And it wasn't like a ton of action, but when they gave you action, it was fucking awesome. And there was, I like that there was seemingly days and weeks between some things and they just kind of skipped because, you know, like he he did a couple sniper missions and then suddenly he went alone and killed those two snipers by himself and got shot and was fine and then suddenly n- now he goes after the big 50 cal sniper who killed his captain and all that and he's infiltrating with a pistol like i i like that i didn't have to see every mm-hmm. last bit of training because some movies will do that to you but and i like that this one didn't I agree. They did the second half of this movie I mean, pretty much perfect. Full Metal Jacket should take notes. Yeah. They got the first half right. They did. And then I've there's a reason I've fallen asleep the last because it's the it's, multiple times I tried just, to finish it. It's just not good. It's just it's just not good. Isn't it just like, oh, a group of rapey soldiers are in Vietnam? Oh, me so horny. <laughs> you don't remember that part? I do remember that part. Me love you long time. Yeah, I just isn't that what just the second half is like? Oh yeah, we went to war, but not really because we're just horny guys and no, doing there's whatever. There's a there's a battle in, in the end. Um, in the end, yeah, yeah. First part of that movie, hundred all day long. Yeah, and then after pri- basic training, it's yeah, stupid. It, it sucked. Private Pile shoots the guy and then shoots himself and then it like fades to black and then moves on. It's like I, this should have been a basic training movie. 
Yeah, the um, the guy in that, uh, what's his name? Arlie Emery, I think, the, uh, who played the drill sergeant. Yeah. He, he was a real drill instructor in real life. He was and a natural. He was a natural. I, there was no <laughs> script for him. I guarantee it. He just he just went he on his great. instincts and was fan-fucking-tastic. Uh, rest in peace. Uh, oh, he's dead? Yeah. Uh, I know his last name's Emery. I don't remember. Uh, Ron? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> rest in peace, Mr. Okay. Emery. That's a good guess. Drill instructor Emery. Ron is a pretty good guess. This movie, yeah, didn't really do much wrong. Well, well clearly, some of the beginning. But you gave it a 92 and it, I gave it a 97, it so was that, that kind of shows it couldn't have done that much wrong. It was an immaculate recovery. I wouldn't say it was necessarily a, a recovery. He sang two songs. Yeah, but, you, you know... It was a recovery. For you. All right, let, let's grade the first half of this movie. So up until what point was the first half? Um, so before he puts look, the blindfold on and builds the AK? Yeah. So up to that point? Uh, it's hard because it's not as fresh. I'll just say 65. Okay, so a fail. Uh, so I, uh, yeah. So to, to jump up a from, a, from a 65 to a, a 997, that's, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty fucking great. Yeah, I guess I'll Because you're, you're nice by giving it a 65. I wasn't that not into it. All right, well, well done. Thank well you. Well done. Uh, How's that for another stupid sounding movie that's actually good? You've... I'm proving myself. Hey, I, I, you know what? I'm not just predicting that they're going to be awful at this point. You know, because I appreciate that. Um, I go into it with an open mind. All right, you got anything else? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 192 of Movie Muggin. If you would like to keep up with us, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Muggin. If you'd like to email us, moviemuggin at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a website, moviemuggin.com. You can go there. You can actually listen to episodes. Uh, you can also hit a button that says Ask Jack. It has now been fixed. It goes to a Google form. You do not have to leave your email, even though there's a spot for it. Um, so if you've submitted and we haven't done one, um, please try again. And Mr. Peanut, we want to hear from you again as well. <laughs> Love to know where you're from, too. Uh, we also have a, a link to um, look at all the movies that we've mugged in alphabetical order. So if you want to see if we've done um, Harold and Kumar go to uh, Guantanamo Bay, um, or prison or whatever it's called, then uh, go to the uh, H's and see if we've done it because I'm not going to tell you if we have or not, but we probably did. That was an oddly specific one to pick for us to have not done it. There's also a link to our merch store, which we have a lot more stuff than just movie mugging. We have a couple movie mugging designs, but the rest are from the great mind of Vince, the creative, wonderful, uh, fun-loving, debatably uh, great dirty mind, mind of, of Vince. Uh, uh, so go over there and, and check out what I got over there. So again, we appreciate you listening, and we will uh, see you back here in about two weeks. So have yourself a moving mugging day. See ya. My life is worth one nut.